the first of our many playoff recap editions of MLB Morning Coffee from the Ocean Avenue Studios here in San Francisco, California. Absolute pleasure to have you along for the ride. My name is Greg Mraz. I am your host as always. Remember, write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe if you are interested in continuing to listen to this show past, present, and future. Also, make sure that you tell your friends about the show, if you so please. And if you are interested in advertising with the show, email me at greg.moraz, that's G-R-E-G dot M-R-O-Z, at yahoo.com. So yesterday, it was All-American League. Today, if you're listening to this in the morning, it is going to be all-day baseball from morning until night. Eight playoff games are going to be coming to your television sets later today. Or, if you're listening to this later in the day, they've already come at you. All the American League playoff series started yesterday, and we are going to recap all four games from yesterday. So let's do it in the only way that MLB Morning Coffee knows how to properly do it. Audio highlights and a recap of the game. The first game we're going to recap is right across the Bay Bridge in Oakland, where the two-seed Oakland Athletics were hosting the seven-seed Chicago White Sox. For a team that had not appeared in the playoffs since 2008, the White Sox sure looked ready to play. But you cannot make a mistake. Grandal drives one to deep right field. That's the third White Sox home run of the game. And it's 4-0. Lucas Giolito had a perfect game going through six-plus innings. The White Sox hit three home runs, one from Adam Engel, one from Jose Abreu, and another one from Yasmani Grandal. They beat the A's 4-1 over at the Coliseum. Giolito gets the win. He went seven innings of one-run baseball. Two hits allowed, one walk, and eight strikeouts. Jesus Lazardo takes the loss. He allows three runs on six hits in three and a third innings, no walks, and five strikeouts. Alex Colome picks up the save. He pitches a perfect ninth inning in relief for Chicago. So the White Sox are one win away from advancing to the American League Division Series, where they will play the winner of the Twins and the Astros series. Engel solo homer came in the second inning. Then Jose Abreu hit a two-run shot in the third inning. I think today Abreu may have solidified his case as the American League MVP. Yasmani Grandal against Joaquim Soria made it 4-0 in the top of the eighth inning with his solo homer. Ramon Laureano hit into an RBI ground out in the bottom of the eighth inning when squaring up against Evan Marshall. Lucas Giolito came back out for the top of the eighth inning but was pulled in favor of Evan Marshall after allowing a leadoff walk and then a single. Giolito retired the first 18 batters that he faced before Tommy LaStella led off the bottom of the seventh inning with a single to break up the perfect game. Giolito allowed just two hits. The White Sox allowed just three as a team. Some key performances in the game for Chicago offensively. Abreu goes two for four with his two-run homer. Tim Anderson in the leadoff spot went three for four with a run scored. Adam Engel went two for four and had that solo homer that we mentioned. I think that Adam Engel has a chance to stay as the starting right fielder even as the A's throw a right-hander in Chris Bassett today when they could put Nomar Mazzara in the lineup. Also worth noting that Leori Garcia was the starting left fielder instead of Eloy Jimenez, who was still not ready to go with his foot injury. As for the A's, their single hits came from La Stella, 
Jake Lamb, and Sean Murphy. Robbie Grossman, 0 for 4. Marcus Simeon, 0 for 4. Matt Olson, 0 for 4. So your two 3 and 4 hitters want a combined 0 for 12. That is not going to get it done. We'll give you a preview of today's ball games in the last segment, but your starting pitching matchup for game two is going to be Dallas Keuchel for Chicago and Chris Bassett for Oakland. Now we go to the game on the other side of this bracket, a dramatic affair between the Houston Astros and the Minnesota Twins from Target Field in Minneapolis. Another breaking ball, Brantley delivers. That one down in front of Buxton. is gonna come in to score. And so is Springer, and just like that, the Houston Astros have a 4-1 lead with three runs here in the ninth. So while Lucas Giolito is going to get the headlines for a much more dominant performance, the end of this game was a lot more dramatic. A 1-1 score going into the top of the ninth inning, Jorge Polanco made a critical error that loaded up the bases for Jose Altuve, who drew a bases-loaded walk to make it 2-1 Houston. Then Michael Brantley had a two-run single, 4-1 Astros, and that would be the final. This had the feel of a minor league baseball piggyback game for the Houston Astros. Framber Valdez got the win. He pitched five scoreless innings out of the Houston bullpen. In relief of Zach Greinke, who got the start, went four innings of one-run baseball. The loss went to Sergio Romo, who gave up three runs on two hits, one walk, no strikeouts in two-thirds of an inning. All three runs were unearned because of the Jorge Polanco error. No save in this ball game as Valdez completed the game after entering it in the fifth inning. Kenta Maeda got the start for Minnesota. He went five innings of shutout baseball, allowed just two hits, walked three, struck out five. Worth noting that Valdez out of the Houston bullpen allowed two hits, walked two, also struck out five. Minnesota got on the board first in the bottom of the third inning thanks to a Nelson Cruz RBI double. Top seven, George Springer ties the game with an RBI single. Springer, by the way, is now second all-time in Astros history in playoff RBI behind his teammate, Carlos Correa. And then we just told you in the ninth inning, Polanco makes the error, inning stays alive, bases loaded walk, and then a two-RBI single from Michael Brantley. They were Sergio Romo's runs, but they came against Caleb Theobar, who came in as a left-on-left matchup to square up with Brantley. This was a game that did not feature a lot of high-powered offense on either side. For Minnesota in defeat, nobody had multiple hits. The Twins had just four hits as a team. Max Kepler went 0 for 2, but he drew two walks and scored a run. Luis Arias went 0 for 3. He drew a walk. Your hits came from Byron Buxton, Nelson Cruz, Miguel Sano, and Jorge Polanco. For Houston, they had eight hits. Michael Brantley was the only guy with multiple hits as he went two for five. George Springer one for five with an RBI and a run scored. Single hits for Kyle Tucker, Uli Gurriel, Carlos Correa, Josh Reddick, and Martin Maldonado. So the Houston Astros, who have been there before, they will now try and close out the series today. Starting pitching is going to be a question mark for Houston down the road because a lot of people thought that Framber Valdez was going to get the start potentially today. 
but he comes in and pitches five innings out of the bullpen, so he is obviously unavailable. Houston has not yet named their starter. Imagine it will be Lance McCullers. Minnesota is going to go with Jose Barrios. So one thing that I want to point out before I move on to the Rays and Blue Jays recap, with their loss, the Minnesota Twins have now lost 17 consecutive playoff games. That breaks the record previously held by the Chicago Blackhawks, who did it in the NHL from 1975 to 1979. They had lost 16 straight playoff games over that span. The Twins had lost 16 in a row going into yesterday. That is now 17. So the Minnesota Twins, they have just been unlucky when it comes to playoff success in recent years. We now go to Tampa Bay for the one-seeded Rays and the eight-seated Blue Jays. Wendell bluffed. Ball's hit well. Left field. Back goes Goriel. It is gone! Giolito, by the way, was not the only pitcher on Tuesday that had a dominant performance. Tampa Bay's Blake Snell had a no-hitter after five innings. He carried it into the sixth inning before it was broken up. He gets the win as Tampa Bay wins 3-1 over Toronto. Snell goes five and two-thirds innings, allows just one hit, strikes out nine, and walks just two. He did not allow a run. For Toronto, it was Robbie Ray that got the loss, as Toronto also did a piggyback scenario. Ray came on in relief of Matt Shoemaker. Shoemaker went the first three, didn't allow a run on just two hits. He struck out two. Rays got on the board in the fourth inning. Randy Arozarena had a triple and then scored on a wild pitch from Ray to Willie Adamas. Tampa then got two key insurance runs in the bottom of the seventh inning on that call you just heard, a Manuel Margot two-run homer, which was on a hanging slider from A.J. Cole. Worth noting, by the way, Margot did not have a home run in the regular season. Pete Fairbanks got the save for Tampa. He went a scoreless ninth inning. Also, in another milestone, the Tampa Bay Rays became the first team to have 13 different pitchers record at least one save in a season. That's amazing, considering they only played 60 games. Now, this also includes the postseason, but the 2019 Tampa Bay Rays, in 162 games, had 12 different players record at least one save. So you know what Tampa's going to do? They are going to bullpen you to death. By the way, Robbie Ray's line, three innings, one hit, one run, one walk, and five strikeouts. Tampa Bay's bullpen went three and a third innings of work, allowed just one run. That came against Nick Anderson, and Toronto's run came in the top of the eighth inning thanks to a Beau Bichette sacrifice fly. Tampa had just four hits in the ballgame. Manuel Margot had two of them as he went two for three with two RBI and a run scored. The other hits came from Brandon Lau and Randy Orozarena. For Toronto, they had five hits in the game. Lourdes Gurriel went two for four. He was the only Blue Jay with multiple hits. The other hits came from Kevin Biggio, Alejandro Kirk, and Rowdy Telez. Last game of the night was in Cleveland. It was supposed to be a great pitching matchup, but surprisingly, the results were very one-sided. The next 2-2, two, two, another fastball, and that's hit in the air out to deep left field. Naylor giving chase, as is DeShields, and that one's gone! 
The Yankees hit four homers in the game, and that was more than enough as they pound Cleveland 12-3 progressive field. Garrett Cole gets the win in his Yankee playoff debut. He goes seven innings of two-run baseball, six hits allowed, no walks, and 13 strikeouts. Cole sets a Yankee record for strikeouts in his postseason debut. So for Garrett Cole, the signing with New York is all worth it once you get to the postseason. So again, Garrett Cole, most strikeouts in a Yankees postseason debut. Pretty darn cool for him. Shane Bieber takes the loss, and he had by far his worst outing of the year. He goes just four and two-thirds innings, allows seven runs on nine hits, two walks and seven strikeouts. He allowed two homers, one in the first inning to Aaron Judge, a two-run shot, and one in the fifth inning that you just heard to Glaber Torres, also a two-run shot. Just a very abnormal night for the Indians' ace, who still is the perennial favorite to win the American League Cy Young Award. The other homers for the Yankees, Brett Gardner, a two-run shot. That came in the seventh. And Giancarlo Stanton, he also homered in the ninth inning, a solo shot, both of them against Cam Hill. Josh Naylor was the lone bright spot for Cleveland. He fell a triple shy of the cycle. He had two doubles in the ball game. Naylor went four for four with an RBI and two runs scored. For New York, it was the bottom of their lineup that did the most damage. Brett Gardner goes three for five with three RBI and two runs scored. Glaber Torres, four for four with three RBI and three runs scored. Luke Voigt, who led all of baseball in home runs, goes two for five with an RBI and a run scored. Aaron Judge, one for five with his two-run homer. DJ LeMayhew goes two for five with an RBI and a run scored. That's it for all the recaps. We are now going to give you the pitching matchups for all eight games today. All eight games. Yes, I said that correctly. Most games in a single day in the history of postseason baseball. So let's get into it. Who cares? Let's check it out. Check it out! The first game of the day is going to be at 12.08 Eastern Time, 9.08 a.m. Pacific Time. Reds at the Braves, the 2 versus 7. Atlanta, the 2. Cincinnati, the 7. Trevor Bauer for Cincy. Max Fried for Atlanta. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Bauer has a sub-175 ERA. Fried went 7-0 during the regular season. 12.08 Central Time, first pitch, 10.08 Pacific Time, game two of the 3-6 American League wildcard series between the Houston Astros and the Minnesota Twins. Astros up one game to nothing. It'll be Jose Barrios for Minnesota. Houston has not yet announced their starter. I imagine it is going to be Lance McCullers. I don't really see a world in where it's Christian Javier. It probably will be Javier if it gets to Game 3, but I imagine it will be McCullers for Game 2, especially with Houston having a game to play with. Game 1 of the 3 versus 6 matchup in the National League wild card. The Chicago Cubs, the 3 seed, will host the Miami Marlins, the 6, at 1.08 Central Time, 11.08 Pacific Time. Sandy Alcantara for Miami, Kyle Hendricks for Chicago. This should be a very good pitching matchup. Game two of the 2-7 matchup in the American League wild card will have a first pitch at 12-10 Pacific time at the Oakland Coliseum. It will be 
Dallas Keuchel for the White Sox. He had a 199 ERA during the regular season. Chris Bassett goes for Oakland. The White Sox lead this series one game to none. So for the A's and the Twins, they need to win or they are done. 4.07 Eastern Time, 1.07 Pacific Time. It'll be the Blue Jays and the Rays, game two of the 1-8 matchup in the American League. Tampa leads the series one game to nothing. Tyler Glass now for Tampa Bay. Toronto sends out their ace, Hinjin Ryu, facing elimination. So, this is wild to me. You've got first pitches, I'm just going to go in Pacific time, at 9.08 a.m., 10.08 a.m., 11.08 a.m., 12.10 p.m., and 1.07 p.m. Actually, you've got one at 2.08 p.m. Pacific time in San Diego, the 4-5 matchup in the National League. K.K. Kim for the St. Louis Cardinals against Chris Paddock for the San Diego Padres. A little bit surprised that they're going with Paddock here and not Mike Clevenger. Imagine Clevenger is going to go for Game 2 tomorrow. 4.08 Pacific Time, 7.08 Eastern Time in Cleveland. Game two of the 4-5 matchup in the American League. Yankees lead the series one game to nothing. It'll be Masahiro Tanaka for New York, Carlos Carrasco for Cleveland. Finally, it's the 1-8 matchup game one in the National League. The eight-seeded Brewers at the one-seeded Dodgers. It'll be Brent Suter for Milwaukee. He will go against Walker Bueller for Los Angeles. I think Suter is a good choice, at least for game one. If the Brewers somehow survive, maybe they go to Brandon Woodruff on short rest in game two. Those are your matchups for today. If I have to make any predictions, and look, I'm not going to really be holding myself to these predictions, but I will say this. You will have two of the four series in the American League go to a third game. I believe those series are going to be the Astros and the Twins. I just think Minnesota is too good to lay down and die again. And I think the Yankees and the Indians are going to go to a third game. Cleveland is too good, and they will have the ability to just flush it out of their system. I predict that the White Sox and the A's will be over. The White Sox will sweep that series, and the Rays will sweep their series against Toronto. In terms of the National League, I see a Reds win in Game 1 over the Braves. I see a Cubs win over the Marlins. I see a Padres win over the Cardinals. And I see a Dodgers win over the Brewers. That's it for this edition of MLB Morning Coffee. We will be back with you tomorrow with a recap of all eight games with audio highlights. Oh, baby, it is good to be back in this format. Have a great day watching a baseball extravaganza. We will talk to you tomorrow.